This is the Pencils and Lipstick Podcast, a podcast for creatives, for those who are beginning to be creative or those who have built a business around their creativity. Here, we allow creatives to tell their story about how they got to where they are today, and we give some tips on how to make your creative business better than it was yesterday. All right. Hello, everyone. We are back with another episode of the Pencils and Lipstick podcast. I'm pretty excited to have Evan Gao. Did I say that right? Yep, you got it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> On the, the show, and if you don't know Evan by his first name or his little, um, I would even say I know his face because he comes into my email box. Well, you're going to find out why you should know him and why he should pop up into your email box because he is the creator of Story Origin. Hi, Evan. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm great. I'm I'm really excited to talk to you because this is a tool for authors that you've created that is pretty amazing. And it's one of those little things I say with quotes around little that authors need. And a lot of times we don't know, especially for indie authors. We have no idea what we're doing in, in the beginning because it's an email service for your newsletter, but then it's so much more than that. And I constantly tell authors that they need a newsletter. <laughs> so hopefully you'll agree with me because that integrates into, into story origin. But before we get into what it is and all the things that it offers, can you tell us where you're from, a little bit about you? And then I'll ask you why you started this monster. <laughs> um, yeah, I've I've spent most of my life in Texas. I Moved around quite a bit when I was a kid, but I've been in Texas since uh, fourth grade. So, oh wow, okay. I just moved from Dallas to DC. Oh, okay. Yeah my my wife and I are currently in Dallas right now. Uh, I love Texas. All right, yeah. we we can all we we can be on the same page there. So. <laughs> we love Texas. Um, so, how did you get into creating story origin to somebody who is non techie like me? So it sounds like an overwhelming job <laughs> to, to start this. Yeah, it's been quite the journey for sure. So the way I got into building story origin is I actually used to write short stories back mm-hmm. in high school. And then in college, I got really interested in technology and entrepreneurship. Okay. And then I went and I worked for a few years. And at one point I was like, okay, now's the time. I think it's time to jump ship and actually build my own thing. And so I was going to get back into writing and to build tools for writers at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then Story Origin quickly took over 100% of my time. And the way that I got started with the the tools that I've built on Story Origin is basically I was going to get into writing. And so I went and talked to a bunch of writers and asked them, okay, what are are you doing? How are you doing things? They're like, okay, I use this service for building my mailing list. I use this other service for finding reviewers. I use this other service for creating universal book links. I use a different service or some combination of like Word docs and email to get feedback on my beta copies. I use some combination of like (laughs) Facebook groups and Google Forms and email to arrange newsletter swaps. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, this sounds like a headache. So what I decided then was I'm going to build one thing that can really help you manage all of those various pieces of your author business that are uh, around those things like building your mailing list, finding reviewers, increasing right. sales, streamlining your uh, beta copy feedback process, all that stuff. Oh my gosh. And we're forever grateful because 
of all those little things, as you're going down the list, I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably check that <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> we start all these things as authors, especially if you're indie authors, you get like this influx of all this information that you need to do. And you probably sign up for all these things. And, and then you don't even know how to quite organize it out. Cause it's like you said, it was all different links. And a lot of those still exist. But when you sign into Story Origin, I mean, you have a whole list of things that you can do. It's amazing. It's it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, sort of sort of a one stop shop for uh, for all of the things that you need. So you don't have right. to have you know eight different logins and five different spreadsheets and be doing a whole bunch of stuff over email and all that. Right, right. What the one thing that I really appreciate about Story Origin way back, I was trying to remember when I found out about you guys. And I, I think it was before the pandemic, at least I was trying to build my newsletter list as we do as authors. And I found you either through somebody, I don't know, somehow I found you, uh, we'll leave it at that. And what I really appreciated is that you can integrate your mailing list. It doesn't really matter who you're using as your actual mail. What is that called? Sender? Email service providers. <laughs> yes, normally service what provider. I, what I say, yeah, it's a little bit of a mouthful, but uh, I'm yeah, good with words. you know, MailChimp, MailRite, whoever you're using. Yes. There's, yeah. there's quite a few that it's just difficult if you're kind of using one of the smaller guys, if you don't want to spend 40, $50 a month to like integrate it with things. I think I think your competitors are a little bit better now, but in the beginning, you were kind of the one that I could, because I have like three different services that I use, that I could integrate all of them. And so that was like already, I was like, oh, this is awesome. And for non-techie, I was like, find my API, paste it, story origin does it for me, <laughs> like whatever the, whatever you yeah. have to do in the background. So I started using it mostly for the newsletter, um, finding like giving out the freebie and finding swaps. Is that kind of like, was that the first step that you, you started with? Yeah. So the first thing um, that I started with was helping authors create landing pages for their reader magnets, okay. which are those freebie stories that you give away to readers when they sign up to your mailing list. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was the very first feature was uh, reader magnet landing pages and story origin also like handles the file delivery so that mm -hmm. make, we can make sure that uh, readers get the book on whatever their preferred reading device is. Right. And we integrate with nine different email service providers so that if someone signs up to your reader magnet, you can just have that contact info zipped right over to your right. email service provider. And then group promos was actually the next thing. So not newsletter swaps that came a little bit later, a little later. but group promos was the next feature, which are those cross promotions where like, let's say you, me and 20 other authors all in a genre, all list our books on a single landing page. And then we all drive our traffic to that single mm -hmm. landing page. Yeah. And you guys handle like the individual links, like that somehow magically, in my opinion, <laughs> shows me how many people clicked on it. So how mm -hmm. many um, readers I sent there, Yep, which is really nice. And then as you're, if you want to build your own promo, you can kind of decide who you want on the promo, you know, depending on the sort of ranking that we have in story origin of whether or not you kind of did your work, right? Because a right. group promo is about you putting into your newsletter or out on social media to try to drive your readers to go check out other authors, right? Yep. Yeah. So, so, so story origin gives everyone in a group promo, their own specific tracking link. And then you as a, as a group promo organizer, 
whenever someone applies and says, okay, I want my book in this group promo, you can actually go and look at their past cross-promotion history and see, Mm -hmm. okay, how many clicks have they sent to group promotions in the past? Is this the kind of person that actually upholds their end of the bargain? Because, you know, it's a team effort, right? It's, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. So everyone really has to be helping pull in the right direction. Yeah. So yeah, story origin really helps you with the transparency around cross promotions, because, you know, if you're arranging all this stuff over Facebook groups or email or whatever, you don't have any transparency into whether or not the person on the other side is going to actually sort of uphold their end of the bargain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're trying to do this through Google forms or Facebook private groups or whatever, you just like, you have to cross your fingers that they did it unless you have all this time to go and check out their social media, (laughs) whether or not they shared. And that's the whole point of a group promotion is to sort of like people within your genre or your theme or whatever you decide they promote your book and you promote their book and readers really tend to like that. They like this sort of collaboration between authors. Yeah. And it's great because, you know, I I call it co-opetition. You're competing, but you're also cooperating, right? Mm -hmm. You know, for most authors, they're not able to pump out 50 or 100 books in a single year. But if I'm a really avid romance reader or sci-fi reader or fantasy reader, I might be consuming many, many books in a single year. And so it's impossible for me. And also as a reader, you know, I want variety and diversity. Mm -hmm. So I'm not only going to read things by one author. So I want to read things by lots of authors. And so, yeah, having those cross promotions in your newsletter where you're saying, hey, here's some other authors to check out. You become a source of recommendations to your readers. And that keeps them opening your emails and clicking on things in your emails because you become a source of recommendations for them. Yeah, exactly. I've seen that with my newsletters that I've been running for years is that people really like to get these recommendations. And from there, they choose, you know, who they want to read and, you know, follow. And and I honestly, I want them to read other indie authors or even traditionally published. I'll say, uh, I, I want them, as you said, there are people that read like 300 books a year. It's, it's pretty amazing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that you need to keep them busy. <laughs> Um, And you want them ready, you know, to come back and read your book. And so when I talk to authors about why they need a newsletter, a lot of times they're like, I don't know what to put in a newsletter, but this is something that they can put like every month or so put up and here's the new promotion that I am part of. So that sort of fills that slot there. But I've also heard you talk about authors should do this before they even have a full book out there, which I would love to ask you what you mean by like, what is the strategy behind that? And how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So what I recommend to authors who even, you know, pre having published anything, start to build your mailing list. So Hmm. you might be writing book one, you might have it in process. But what you can do is you can write a prequel short story to your book one or your series, and, you know, make it 5, 10, 15, 20,000 words, uh, something relatively short, so that the read-through is high and won't take long to write or long to uh, polish with editing and book cover and things. Mm -hmm. But you can put that reader magnet up on Story Origin. You don't need to go through any complex publication process or anything like that. It's literally, you know, you basically just upload the file to Story Origin and uh, we help you build that landing page in about two minutes, right? In terms of you just fill out some inputs. And so 
you can do all that before you've even published a book and you can start to build your mailing list. Right. And then when you actually go to publish book one, you're not launching the crickets and then trying to figure out the advertising on the back end. You actually yes. already have a mailing list. And then you can actually use that mailing list that you've built through Story Origin. In pre-publishing your book one, you can create a review copy for it on Story Origin as well. Oh, wow. And then okay. you can give out that review copy, you can send a link out to uh, your mailing list that you've built. People can apply for access to that review copy. And then you can bet who you want to be on your reviewer team because you can look at the links to their Amazon or Goodreads or BookBub reviewer profiles and see, okay, what books have they reviewed in the past? How good are their reviews? What kind of ratings do they tend to leave? Mm. And then Story Origin will also tell you, okay, this person has been approved for 10 review copies on Story Origin. And they have completed nine of those 10 review copies. So, okay, now I know that this person, if I give them access to download the book, they're actually likely to leave a review. Right. So Story Origin can, you know, help you build your mailing list, then help you build your review team pre-publication. And then on publication day, what you do is you go on Story Origin, go to your review copy, hit mark as published. That'll blast an uh, email out to all of the people that are on your reviewer team and saying, hey, now's the time you've already read the book, you've already written the review. Now go post it on Amazon or Goodreads or wherever, because now you can actually do that. And then, yeah, once you've got that set up, then you can start to get into like working on driving sales to it with like a universal book link and newsletter swaps right. and group promos and all of that stuff. But yeah, you can you can start to do all this stuff pre pre publication. What's amazing to me about this is, I think the you know building your newsletter list before publication. That's sort of always floated around, at least as long as I've been trying <laughs> to be in this business um, since before the books and now. But like the question was always how and like, where do you find these people? And what I like about this, about Story Origin is you're actually looking for readers and you're finding readers within the genre that you're writing in. So it's not just like, yes, your mom and your sister can be on your list, but you're not just putting it out on Facebook, like begging your your loved ones and your acquaintances to get on your mailing list, which might put in some numbers there, but they might not be the people who are going to read your books, right? Or buy your books. So this is actually finding readers and probably possibly other writers who are interested in seeing you succeed and want to read the book, right? Especially right. after they've read a sample of your writing with the short story or the prelude or the novella or whatever you write. It's like, oh, I want to follow this person. And when the book comes out, they're excited and you actually make sales right. that day, which would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with your first book, you're always like, oh, is anyone going to buy my book today? Instead of like having that anxiety, like, and I love how it's story origin that sends out the email because there's always a million things to remember when you're yeah. launching your book or just what, you know, all the marketing behind it. Most authors are not the greatest at marketing. Like, oh yeah, I have to send another email. Like, Go put your review out. And getting people to review your book is a very, it's like a whole job. It's like a yes. full-time job in itself. So that is, that is really cool. I really like that feature. What would you say the difference between the review copies and the beta copies, which you guys have rolled out recently? What is the difference there? Yeah. So a review copy is meant for, um, really it's, it's a, it's a final draft or a okay. close to a final draft that you're sending out to people like usually 
four weeks ahead of publication. You can also use the review copies post publication as well. Mm -hmm. So if you have a book that's already been published and it's been lingering there and you haven't been able to get a ton of reviews on it, the review copies feature on Story Origin can still be uh, useful there Mm and helping you find reviewers. But a lot of authors will start with it with putting it up pre-publication and then building a a team that's going to have their reviews ready on day one that the book is published. Okay. The beta copies feature is really about getting feedback on a first draft or second draft. So it's where they're not going to be posting their reviews on like retailers and stuff. What they're doing with a beta copy is they're leaving annotations and inline comments on where they see maybe grammatical errors or maybe developmental errors or Mm. plot holes, et cetera. And then they also leave feedback on every chapter as they read through the book. So you, you can get feedback on each individual chapter of your book and not just like, what is the book as a whole? What do you think? Which is more of like a review copy where, yeah. So basically with a beta copy that replaces the process where you would be sending out like a Word document or PDF to five or 10 people and you get all these comments from them and they all those comments live in their own separate documents. And it's really difficult to collate all those into one place and like makes your editing process more difficult. Story Origin, the way it works is you get a beta copy request page where people can request access similar to the review copies feature. And then you get to approve who you want to give access to it. And then all of those readers, they all have their own document that they read and comment in. Okay. Uh, but you as the author see all of those comments in a single place. Wow. So so readers don't see each other's comments because we don't want readers to bias each other's feedback. Right. But for you, the author, all that stuff lives in one place. So it's really easy to like sort and filter whether or not you want to dice it up by like by chapter, by version, by reader. You want to look for feedback mentioning specific keywords like characters, et cetera, uh, you can do all that within Story Origin really easily. It makes that whole process like much more streamlined. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So I'm going to have to use this for the next book because that like that thing right there, like getting the comments right at the same time <laughs> or in the same area is huge. Like not having to have a million word copies or whatever you use. Or some people use Google Docs, whatever. It's just trying to like, who, who thought this and who, th- I don't know where is it? Oh my gosh. That streamlines so much for that whole system. When you just kind of want, when you want feedback, you're in that moment right. of, you just want, is this even working? Right. But I really love how you're, you're encouraging so much collaboration between writers of like, I can give you feedback. I can give you my thoughts on this. And then the, the next time around, I, you know, the, the other person can do the same for that writer. And that that's just, very cool. I really like that. I'm going to have to use this feature soon. What I have used is the direct downloads, which is mm-hmm. also best feature ever. So if anyone's been around and they haven't used Story Origin, so back in like, it, it's like light years in internet age, right? But like 2015 or 2016, when you had to create your own landing page on your website, and then you had to figure out like, how to get them the book. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> all right. So if I go into my Kindle and I download it there and then I can get the link and then maybe email it to their Kindle email. And I don't know if I did it 
improperly or if that's just how it was done because I <laughs> I could not figure it out for the life of me. It was it was horrible. So you ended up sending out like PDFs or whatever if people mm-hmm. if you wanted to do a giveaway or or whatever. And so I just ran a giveaway and it is so easy. All I need are my <laughs> digital copies of my book and a direct download. It goes directly to them. Only they can download it. It's I would say as secure as anything else. I, I mean who knows? Something could always happen, right? (laughs) Somebody who knows more than me, but it was so easy. It took like five minutes. It was awesome. Like anything. Right. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, back in the day, the process was, uh, you put the files up on like Google drive or uh, Dropbox or something. That might've been more streamlined. Than what yeah. I did. <laughs> you might send them the link or you might, t- you might just email them the file. And then, you know, if you're doing this with a bunch of readers, you know, they're going to be like, okay, how do I get it on this device or this oh app gosh. or <laughs> whatever else? And like, okay, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So story origin handles all that process for you. So like story origin has instructions for all the different device types that they might have all the different apps. And it's, yes. you know, if they run into an issue, like they can always like, just like contact story origin directly. And it's, yeah, makes all of that sort of customer support headache takes that all off of your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, it does, which I think one of your competitors was some, I don't know who it was, but a couple of years ago, even still, you still had to put like the direction somewhere on your website in case anybody ever had an issue. And now right. I think even your competitors have it, but I love story or just like, it's right there for them. I, I have right. not yeah. yet received an email in the last two years at least with you like, how do I put this on my whatever reader? Cause I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then I have to go figure it out for them. Cause I want them to read the book, you know? So thank you. Thank you for being and, and let's say, even if you did get an email from someone that did not know how to do it, you are always welcome to just forward those emails right over to me and we'll help you out. Yeah. So. Your guys' customer service is awesome. Absolutely awesome. What we didn't talk about was newsletter swaps, which is another collaboration feature. Well, I mean, we haven't even started at the top. There are like so many things to talk about with Story Origin. A, I love that you can put in your campaign planner. So like your campaign was usually what we call emails that go out, email blasts, you know, I do mine weekly. Some people do them monthly. You can put them in the calendar there. So you remember. And Evan, emails you. It's probably automated, but whatever. (laughs) I get your little email. Did you remember to put out your email today? Like, and sometimes that has saved my (laughs) life because days go by. (laughs) Like, oh my goodness, I forgot about this. So you have that you have, you can put in your goals for things. I mean, there's some really cool things that you can do in story origin, but you upload your books. So my books are up there with the like metadata, right? And like, EPUB file and the Mobi file. Hopefully Mobi will, whatever, (laughs) oh, Mobi files. And then you can do a newsletter swap, which I think my readers also really like newsletter swaps. But what are the difference between a newsletter swap and a group promotion? Yeah. So a group promotion, as I was saying before, that is, you know, let's say you, me, and 20 other authors, Mm -hmm. we all list our books on a single landing page, and then we all drive our traffic to that landing page. And so those readers can see all 20 plus books on that single landing page and then click on which ones they want to go to. A newsletter swap is a direct one-to-one cross-promotion. So let's say you've got a mailing list of 100 people. I've got a mailing list of 100 people. 
I'll agree to mention one of your books in one of my upcoming newsletters if you agree to mention one of my books in one of your upcoming newsletters. And so what we'll do is after we've agreed to that newsletter swap and I tell you what date I'm going to put your book in my newsletter, I'll put your book cover in my newsletter and I'll get a tracking link from Story Origin that I'll, I'll connect with that book cover. And so when a reader clicks on it, it'll take them directly to the landing page for your book. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's direct cross-promotion with another author. And one thing to mention there is, so we've talked about group promos and newsletter swaps. Mm-hmm. They're you know just basically two different types of cross-promotion, whether mm-hmm. it's a group or it's just a one-to-one. But the goals can be anything for either of those cross-promotional types. So for whether or not you're talking about a group promo or a newsletter swap, your goal as an author might be to grow your mailing list, in which case you're having other authors promote your reader magnet. Mm -hmm. It might be to increase your sales, in which case you're having other authors promote your universal book links where they can see the list of retailers where your book is available for purchase. It might be to build your review team, in which case other authors are promoting your review copies so you can actually find new reviewers. Yeah. So those are the two cross-promotional types. And then you've got this sort of list of goals that you might have in right. mind with each, with both of those cross-promotions. And so can you, can you see the difference between those? Like if you're looking for a group promo or a newsletter swap, you can find another author that sort of has the same goals. And then I guess that would probably help you, you know, agree to those terms then. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So when you go to Story Origin and you go to your dashboard homepage, you'll find a big button that says browse group promos or browse newsletter swaps. And so you can go to the one that says browse newsletter swaps. And what you'll find is you'll find a list of dates that authors have their newsletters going out. And this list Mm -hmm. is incredibly long. So you'll, you'll find authors are sending newsletters out, you know, you'll find a a set of authors every single day that are are sending their newsletters out uh, that you might want to cross promote with. And so you can see the size of their list, their open rates, their click rates, so you can also see their past cross promotions on store origin, how many clicks they've actually sent. So is this, again, is this is about a sort of transparency thing. If I'm going to request a newsletter swap with you, I want to make sure that this is someone that I can trust. Right. Um, so uh, you can find, you know, what genres they write in. So you can, you can filter by um, tags, you know, whether you want to look okay. at just romance or fantasy or sci-fi, thriller, et cetera. Right. And then, yeah, you can look at what books they want promoted as well. So are they looking to promote one of their universal book links? Or are mm-hmm. they looking to promote a review copy? Or are they looking to promote a reader magnet, et cetera? So yeah, all that stuff, you can, you can, it's very simple to find exactly what you're looking for. Right. And right. storage helps you filter all that stuff. Yeah. And that, that's amazing as well, because we used to do like Facebook author groups <laughs> like yes. who wants to do a newsletter swap and you'd get either crickets or you get like 30 people answering and like okay but what do you want done and what day and uh, so what it's I love about a huge this, headache yeah it is <laughs> it is and I do like the transparency on story origin because you do have to you know put in your information where you have your list held and so you do have to you can't Let's say elaborate on how big your list is. <laughs> you can't really like inflate your list number, let's say. So when you create a what is called a posted mailing list, so this mm-hmm. isn't this is a mailing list that you would accept newsletter swaps for and, and do requests for. You can either enter your stats manually, in which case, like you you could put whatever number in you want. Sure. But 
you can also choose to integrate it with your email service provider, in which case Story Origin will pull those list size, open rate, click rate directly from your email service provider. And then you'll get a little green verified badge next to those numbers. So when you go to swap with other authors, you can look for authors that have that little green verified badge so that you know that the stats are coming directly from their email service provider, not something that exactly. they put in. Yes. Even if they put the stats in manually, you can also always go to look at their past cross-promotion on Story Origin, look at how many clicks that they sent to past cross-promotion. So even if they're saying that they've got a, a really large list, you can go and look at how many clicks they're sending and say, okay, is this like legitimately a large list or mm-hmm. is this does this feel like something that they're making up? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and, and I, I would recommend doing that mm-hmm. regardless of whether or not they have their list stats verified, right? So sure. even if they have a really large list and is verified by their email service provider that they have a very large list, you might go and you might look at their past cross promotions on storage and see, oh, they're only sending like five clicks to right. a newsletter swap or something, right? And that could be for any number of reasons. And, you know, it might be yeah. that they're putting them really low in the newsletter, they're making the images really small or any number of reasons, right? Sure. And so, so, yeah, regardless of whether or not they have those, that verified badge, always go and check out their uh, past cross-promotion history. Yeah. Yeah. And even like I personally have no problem doing newsletter swaps with people that have smaller lists because I always remember being that person with a smaller list. And a smaller list, especially if it has a really high open rate and a really high click rate, like it's better to get, I don't know, 40 people clicking and taking your book than having it sent out to a thousand people and maybe two people click because that right. can happen. <laughs> you know, there's, exactly. There's all, you know, there's different things to to weigh when you're looking, you know, who to cross promote with. I mean, mostly you're looking for somebody who's, who your readers are really going to vibe with. So somebody that your readers are going to want to read their book, right? You're kind of thinking of your readers. You don't want to just go and choose the person with 5,000 people on their list. If they are writing thriller and you're writing sweet romance, like nobody's exactly. (laughs) your readers are going to be like, I don't understand what's going on. So yeah, when you're doing newsletters, always think of your, your readers and what, what they are going to want. It's not always about our business, even though that's always... (laughs) In the back of our head. So you also have the universal links, which is awesome because that's right in the same place. Um, Universal links. There's a couple other people who do universal links, but the Mm -hmm. greatest thing about those is I I can't go find all of the stores that somehow my book is on because it's through Publish Drive or Ingram Spark or whatever people are doing. And like it's it gets out onto dozens and dozens of stores, you know, and even on Amazon, Amazon has mm-hmm. different stores, correct? For mm-hmm. yep. every single country. Yep. So the universal link will help the person find where they want to buy the, the book from, correct? Right, exactly. So when a person clicks on a universal book link page, even let's say you only have the book listed on Amazon, so you don't even mm-hmm. care about you know having other retailers on that page. Even if you only have it on Amazon, it's still important to use a universal book link because when you're building your newsletter and you're cross-promoting with other authors, you never know where your readers are going to be. And unfortunately, the way that Amazon is set up is that there's different domains for each country. So Amazon.com is for the US, you have Amazon.co.uk for the UK, you have Amazon.com.au for Australia, et cetera, et cetera, right? 
So Story Origin will, when a reader clicks, okay, I want to I get the book at Amazon, if they're in the UK, if Story Origin recognize that request as coming from the UK, it will automatically take them to amazon.co.uk for that book. So you don't need to worry about, okay, when I send this out to my newsletter, I need to include the link for every single Amazon domain that there is so that... <laughs> the reader can get it. You can just include the, your store origin universal book link right. and know that the reader is going to end up at the correct Amazon storefront. Yeah. I would, I would have to say that would be a, a writer with a lot of forethought that put all the, all the Amazon links in there. Cause as I think back in my past, yeah, that didn't happen. So, so those poor people outside of the U S had to then just memorize the name of the book, then click back in. Right. And we all know none of us have the attention span for that. <laughs> Very few of us do. So you can put in your universal links. And then what do I see here about audio? What is going on with story origin and audio? Yeah. So when you produce an audio book, if you produce it through ACX, uh, you'll get audible promo codes. Or if you produce it through Findaway, you'll get promo codes for Authors Direct, which is their app for listening to audiobooks. Or if you go wide and you use another distributor, you might get Kobo promo codes or mm-hmm audiobooks.com promo codes, regardless of where you get them, there's a lot of basically audiobook retailers where you can get promo codes uh, that you can give out to listeners who can then uh, redeem that code and listen to that audiobook. Okay. So most frequently we're talking about Audible. So right. you get these, you get, you know, let's say a hundred Audible promo codes. Now they're like batching them. You only get them at like 10 or 25 at a time. They're always changing rules around that. <laughs> But you have these promo codes, and they're really only useful for giving them out to reviewers because okay. you're giving essentially someone a free listen. And the reason that you get these promo codes is to give them out to people that you think might be willing to leave a review. Okay. So uh, you can create an audiobook promo code request page on Store Origin. Uh, listeners can go then request a code from you. And same as with the review copy site, like we were talking about, you can go and check out their reviewer profile on Audible or BookBub or Goodreads, see other books that they've reviewed in the past. Is this stuff that they, do they actually review things in my genre? Mm -hmm. Um, What sort of ratings do they leave? And then also, like with the review copies, you can see, okay, how many promo codes have they requested through storage in the past? And of those, how many have they actually completed the process for? So if they've been approved for 10 promo codes through story origin before and they've completed the review process for nine of them i know if i give this person a promo code that i can be relatively confident that they're actually going to go and leave a review right so there's not really any other platforms out there that allow you to manage requests for promo codes like this yeah that's really cool and this isn't something that we talked about with the review copies feature but this is applicable to both of them if someone doesn't like complete the review process within two weeks of having been approved for either review copy or audiobook promo code, StoryOrigin automatically sends a follow-up reminder email to them saying, hey, like, don't forget you got this. Like, yeah. And it's important to their reviewer stats on StoryOrigin that if they want to keep getting those free review copies or free promo codes, that it's going to be reflected in their reviewer stats. So if they're getting them from you through StoryOrigin, it provides a good reason that they would want to actually follow through. Yeah, yeah. It sort of gives them that credibility, right? That sort of badge of honor that they that they did it. And I can imagine with these promo codes with audiobooks, once you give it away, it's gone. So if that person right. 
you know, if you ask your sister-in-law to do it and she doesn't follow through on it, you don't have that code anymore. You can't just give it to somebody else. So right. that's, again, like reviews are huge for authors, whether it's for their book or their audiobook, and sort of that follow through is like the hardest to do. So that's nice that Story Origin takes care of that of like, hey, you said that you would do this. I hate writing yes. those emails. <laughs> so. Yes. And this feature really came out of authors requesting saying, hey, Evan, I know you like killing spreadsheets. Here's another spreadsheet for you to kill. I have this list of promo codes. I have the dates I send them to people. And then I have to follow up with them. And I'm like trying to follow up with them within a certain time frame right. of when they left it. So I'm always having to check this spreadsheet to see, yes. okay, has it hit the two-week mark for this person? Now I got to send them an email. And spending hours trying to manage this process for sending out audiobook promo codes. And so, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I can save you a few hours every week. Here you go. Well, we love having people like you because, yeah, I'm more of the person that I'd have a spreadsheet and then I'd be like, oh, they didn't respond. I'm moving on. <laughs> or I forget. Like, wasn't I supposed to do something with these codes and people didn't review or whatever? So thank you for even figuring that out before I needed I needed to figure it out. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so is there anything else? I like, if anybody needs, you know, is convinced, which they should be, I'll have the links in the show notes as always. It's storyoriginapp.com, correct? Yep. I always need my computer to remind me that it's app at the end. Um, Story Origin app, it's really easy to set up if you don't have a profile on there already. And you can set up as a reader or as an author. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. So if you're not a writer, but you kind of want to be part of review copies and all that, you can have your profile, I guess, up on Story Origin. Yeah, yeah. Um, just on the Story Origin homepage, you can click and you can see a list of publicly listed review copies of either ebooks or audiobooks. And then you can go and start requesting them. And even with those publicly listed copies, so you as an author, you can keep your review copies private where readers only going to find the link if you send them the link to mm -hmm. it, and then they would apply for access and you, you get to accept or decline. But you can also choose to list your review copies in a public directory on Story Origin, where readers can just come to Story Origin, look at the review copies available, request the ones that they want, and then Again, like even if your book is listed in that public directory, you still have complete control over who gets that copy. So you can still approve or decline who you want. But yeah, uh, readers can go over to Story Origin just at the top of the page. Just click on which, right. which you want and um, yeah, start requesting them. Would you have writers, if they want to do the reviewing and the writing, do they create two profiles or do they just create one? Depends on whether or not you write under a pen name. So okay. if you're writing under your own name, you could certainly just keep both under the same account. Okay. All right. Um, if you're writing under a pen name and you are writing reviews under your real name, oh, good point. then you might want to have separate accounts. Good point. Good point. Okay. So then if you are a writer and you have different pen names, which some people are crazy and they have like two or three or four pen names. Right. Do they need different profiles or can you figure that out with underneath the same sign-in, I guess, the same yeah. login? So pen names on Story Origin is one pen name per account. And then if you have multiple accounts, you can reach out to me and you get a very hefty 50% discount on any additional accounts that you create under additional pen names on Story Origin. Nice. All right. So it sounds like, I mean, all my customer service with you guys has been awesome. But if you're new to this as well, I just encourage people to go to Story Origin 
app.com and check out all the things. I'm learning how I can eat streamline even more, which is amazing to me because the more my life gets crazy, the more I need it streamlined because I need to remember <laughs> what I've even started. This is awesome. Maybe you guys should integrate giveaways at some point or something. I don't know. Competitions. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh there is certainly the to-do list for store origin is a mile long. As you've said, you get my <laughs> newsletter. So you know yes. every week or every two weeks, you're getting a, a list of here's all the things that I've done on storage and to make your life easier. So yes, I love it. I love it. I'm like, <laughs> is there anything else before we go that you think that authors we've kind of covered if you're new to it, if you're kind of in the middle of it, is there anything that you think is like not used as much as should be used, or maybe people like me where I'm like, oh, what's this? <laughs> as I as I constantly log in and I'm like, I feel like this is new. And it's probably just me not paying attention, not uh, using it to the maximum. Yeah. I will say list building and group promos and newsletter swaps, those are the things that you're going to hear about associated mm-hmm. with store origin. We've already covered a lot of the things that don't get talked about nearly as much, but are incredibly valuable. Right when you need them are, you know, the review copies, audiobook promo codes, beta copies, which is newer. The other thing that we didn't talk about, but you sort of mentioned in passing is also you can set up goal trackers and track your like daily word count, which is, nice. <laughs> which is, uh, you know, a feature that not many authors were asking me for really no authors asked me for this <laughs> feature. I'll be honest, no authors asked me for it. And I put it out there and they said, Evan, this is a surprising feature for story origin. And, and then they started using it and they went up. Oh, oh, this is fantastic goal tracker. Like this is, this has kind of changed how I write because I wasn't even tracking my word count necessarily before. And I started using this feature just because like I saw it was an option on storage. And so I tried it out and it completely changed my writing game and like made me substantially more productive. Wow. So yeah, that's like, that's like a fun one. Like I like to talk about because uh, it doesn't get talked about too much with story origin, but the authors who have used it have seen it be very helpful to them. I'm glad that you brought this up because in my group the other day, and today we're talking about newsletters and marketing, and we were talking about tracking words and some people are really for it. And some people are really resistant to it. I personally like it, but I do it on a spreadsheet that my husband created for me. I hate spreadsheets. Now that I know about this, <laughs> I'll just have to. This was in the uh, list of spreadsheets that Story Origin can kill for you. Exactly. The, uh... <laughs> the fewer things I have to have open on my right. computer as I'm doing it. Exactly. And, you know, the more that I log into one place, the right. more I remember all the things that I can do and <laughs> what I have coming up and all that. So exactly. that is really awesome. I'm going to have to tell everyone about this. Yeah. And it will and help it not does all kill the trees. math for you too. So, Ooh, I like that. It, uh, you know, tells you what you need to hit on a daily basis in order to hit your goal. So, like, let's say I need to write 50,000 words next month is my goal for this book. Story Origin will tell you, okay, here's how many words you need to write every single day in order to hit that goal. And then as you're going through, and you're actually logging how many words you're writing each day, storage and will automatically update, okay, here's what your new goal is every single day so that you know, okay, how many words do I need to write today if I if I missed a couple hundred yesterday or if I had a couple hundred extra the previous okay. day. So storage and is there to do the math for you. I love this because <laughs> if I don't have to pull out my calculator, it's better for the world, quite frankly. <laughs> and I could probably like, 
get off on the on the wrong number and my husband will have to pull me back. But last question, are you planning to start writing again? Is anything slowing down or is this causing even more work for you? I will say that my to-do list for store origin is is a mile long. So uh, <laughs> I don't think that I'll have the time to get back into writing anytime soon. But it is still something that I would very much like to do. That's awesome. Well, when you're ready, there are people ready to review your book, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Evan. I think this has really shown what Story Origin can do. Again, if anybody is interested, A, if you're on it and maybe you haven't seen all of these awesome features, go on, log on and look at them. And if you haven't started your newsletter, obviously you should start and you should start at storyoriginapp.com. Thank you so much for coming on and letting us know all these cool features and the how to use your, your Story Origin app. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, you're still listening. Since you are, could you do me a favor and head over to the app that you're listening to this episode on and hit the subscribe button and then rate and review the show? It would really help the Pencils and Lipstick podcast get out into the world. And if you're enjoying the podcast, well, then there might be more people out there who would enjoy it as well. If you want to find out more about me, you can head over to catcaldwell.com. I have my story over there, my books, my interactive journals, my one-on-one coaching information, and information on my creative writing community membership group. If you're looking to write a book or you are a writer and you just want to find out more about how to write, how to publish, how to format, how to market, and all the things that go into being an author these days, check out the membership group. There is a 14 free day trial that you can try it out, get into the masterminds, find out all the goodies that we are talking about in the group. I would love to see you there.